and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown, along with my sidekicks, Charles Nelson O'Reilly Brown, a.k.a. Chuckles, and the Gypster, Gypsy Brown. Yes, they're my cats, but they are roaming around if you hear them in the background, as you usually do. That's what they are. Uh, hanging out with me on a Friday night here at the Zero Hours Complex for another uh, exciting ranting and raving conspiracy theory filled hour at least tonight. Because there is a shit ton of stuff going on in the world. Uh, one thing I really wanted to touch on in my last podcast was the food processing plants. And that's going to be where I start tonight. Yeah, it cannot be a coincidence, folks. I mean, I, I know I'm a conspiracy theorist, fucking city billy. Some people would say completely far-right nut job. But how in the world can you refute the fact that there's been 19, or at least that I know of, food processing plants burnt to the fucking ground? It just doesn't seem right in any way shape or form and with that you have bill gates buying all this farmland and you know he's a plant-based fanatic he wants everybody to eat the synthetic plant-based foods and got probably got the market on that with all this farmland that he's got them uh harvest plants i guess fuck i don't know but just there's no there's no way it's a coincidence with everything else that's happening. You almost get the feeling they're going to try to starve us out. And now here in my neck of the woods, I haven't noticed the bare shelves yet, and I don't know that I will. But here was a, here's an interesting conspiracy theory, along with the food processing subject. And I don't know how true this is. And I wish somebody would... I've heard it a million, a million times, but I've never seen it on the mainstream media, which, you know, can't fucking trust the mainstream media. But supposedly the Secretary of Agriculture, whose name was Tom Vilsack, I think is how you say his name, Vilsack, supposedly arrested by the military police related to the food processing plant fires, on April the 25th, so it's the Biden's Secretary of Agriculture having something to do with this. And, you know, and then I hear, see all these people that haven't planted yet around here, and it's like, their fertilizer shortage, Mike. There's fertilizer shortage. I never thought in my 53 years of life, I would hear there's a lack of shit. <laughs> In this country, because, you know, it's just abundant, you know, but that's the deal, I guess. Fertilizer is at a somewhat critical level, and people are having trouble catching up. You know, everything with the supply chain, which started the whole ball rolling, really, but the supply chain's kind of, kind of a bottleneck. You know, if you can't get the stuff you need to produce the stuff we need then everybody's waiting and it gets longer and longer and if the government keeps interceding in this burning our fucking processing plants down and growing and taking all the farmland to grow their plant uh, for plant based food synthetic food and people that don't like that or don't want that they're going to fucking starve us out now I've got a hefty supply I mean I got a ways before I'm going to be destitute, right? And can, I can eat just about anything. I can. I'm a spam fan, you know. I I eat spam and tuna and stuff like that that people don't like. That's non-perishable, and you can. I mean, you could probably let a can of spam go for fucking twenty years. So I, I'm not feeling the heat of the starving out yet. But you know, a lot of people are very particular eaters, and they. Some people are very allergic to things. They got to have certain stuff, and it could get ugly. Could get ugly for some people. And now, of course, if they do the the 
the whole uh, what I'll talk about later with the World Economic Forum shit coming up, then it'll be a different story altogether. But I definitely want to see this Tom Vilsack because he actually ha has been arrested. If that's the case, then we know that the, the, the big war, civil war is coming. It's, there's no way around that. So that's that's the first thing I wanted to speak on because I wanted to talk about it last time. And this is kind of off topic, but I'm just going in order of how I wrote them down this week. And I had another uh, topic that I didn't get to last week because I ran right up to the wire. And I didn't have enough for a part two, but I didn't have enough. I didn't want to go over an hour. I tried not to go over an hour ever. So, uh, it's just, this is something that just kind of sticks in my crawl a little bit. When you have a major Ivy League school, okay, it's a, it's a very prestigious school, Harvard University. Now, most people know Harvard as being a very uh, well-rounded educational facility and very highfalutin, and it's always, the Ivy League's always been all that. But now they supposedly have this endowment at their college of $100 million, nice, big endowment for, for kids' college education. That's great. But it's for slavery reparations. So, you know, this is the thing that kills me, though, because, okay, they want to feel bad about slavery from 250 years ago. That's fine. Harvard, do whatever you got to do. But it just cracks me up that they still have the balls to say in this country that white privilege is a thing. Because white, white privilege is a myth. And and it's just this this should be a clear cut sign. You know, you got historically black colleges and universities get all this money. Well, Biden cut them. Actually, Trump was giving them more money. He was giving them like forty nine million dollars or something. And Biden cut it down to two. I mean, he's cheapskate on them. But they still didn't flinch. They still voted for it. You know, probably didn't know till after the fact, but. So I just don't understand how Harvard can go by for that reason and, and say it for that reason, and people still think that the white it's a white privilege. And I'm not saying there's black privilege. I'm just saying that there's opportunities equally for everybody. And I don't want to make it a race thing, but it's just when they come out and say it's for slavery reparations, that kind of limits the ethnic ethnicity of people that can get these endowments, right? Because I'm not going to get money for slavery reparations to go to Harvard. Just not going to happen. I just thought that was kind of kind of a fucked up deal. I mean, but it's Harvard. They want to do what they want to do, but that's what I mean. It's just there, there's no way you can scream that in, in, in the equality on that. That's a lot of money. And it's a lot of kids going to school, which is great, but that's segregating. If you, I mean, it's just the truth. It's segregating. That's just that's just what I'm saying. Now, the other <clears throat> big topic I, I hit on last time, and I didn't really understand it fully. And they've had uh, conversations with the director of the Homeland Security. Rand Paul really got into a big exchange with him uh, a few days ago. Talking about this diff, disinformation committee that's going to, you know, kind of uh, watchdog everything that comes out in the news and, and try to debunk it if it's harmful to the security of our nation, is what Homeland Security says. But Rand Paul's questions were like, what do you consider disinformation? Because he would not call, you know, what's the steel dossier from Russia? And it disproved everything, but they called it disinformation. So, and then COVID is it, it, he, Doctor Doctor Rand Paul, has come out and said, "I don't think cloth masks do a damn thing." Is that going to get what I call fact checked on steroids and pushed out as disinformation by this committee, or uh, I don't even know what they're calling it—some kind of some kind of panel or committee or something. But I didn't put two and two together until I seen a video on Rumble or, or somewhere that talked about it being 
similar to 1984. Now, if you've never read 1984, the, you know, the Orwell, George Orwell talks about kind of stuff. And, and in the book 1984, they called this system the Ministry of Truth. And I believe that that's all this is, is a new Ministry of Truth. So here again, we're, we're history repeating because these people knew all along they wrote these books and now they're, it's either they're either they're copying these books because it sounds cool you know the books sounded good like the book you know with the new world order and klaus schwab's the fucking great reset and then now you got the the george or you know the orwellians what they call them when we get these kind of things the orwellian themed ministry of truth that they're trying to push out from homeland security it's it's another control. It's another fucking attempt at controlling everything we do. And you know, it, it gets to the point where you get sick and tired of, in a free country, which we're bragged about for the whole 200-some years, you know, down the line. And we've always bragged about, you know, the land, home of the, you know, home of the free, land of the, land of the free and home of the brave kind of shit but we're getting chastised and controlled by everything we do we can't do we can't say certain things we can't do certain things without consequences that and i'm not talking about breaking the fucking law i'm talking about freedom of speech uh, freedom of opinion to express yourself in any way you want even the libtards have that right i mean i i call them libtards they're liberals and but i don't say they should never be allowed to say anything. They, they're they allowed to say whatever they want, in my mind. You can say whatever you want, and if you can disprove everything I'd say, disprove, which is the big word, prove, disprove me, then, hey, I, I won't be able to say that as legit. It's kind of like the Simpsons uh, predictions, supposedly. You know, they had this, uh, supposedly a 1998 episode showed a Homer and Vladimir Putin, and a uh, Ukrainian flag in the back. And it showed a house, the house destroyed, and at the top it read 5522, you know, 2022, whatever. That was debunked. I mean, it was like, that. they came out and said it was a couple episodes spliced together, and it was just kind of a big hoax joke. And, you know, conspiracy theorists, true conspiracy theorists, Take that stuff with a grain of salt, you know, and it's like, I, I thought it was, I, I, I've joked about it, I guess, which I, it's kind of a sick joke, but I soaked it all, oh, Cinco de Mayo is going to be it, you know, we're going to, everybody, somebody's going to push the button, but deep in my soul, did I believe it? Not really, because, I mean, the Simpsons, the stuff that comes through tr true from the Simpsons is not, never dated, I mean, it's, it's always happens and then they have to go back and look at it. It's not like it's said, oh, the Simpsons said this and we're waiting up till the day. Because back when, you know, Trump was president on the Simpsons, it, you know, it, happened, it happened a long time later, but I'm sure that when they wrote that, it wasn't because Matt Groening's a fucking time traveler. I'm sure he was just poking the bear at fun, you know, and saying, oh, imagine if fucking Donald Trump was president, you know. And a lot of people thought that way. Well, God, this guy's actually going to be the president. And that's just how I feel about it. The conspiracy theories that have no merit are just guesses. It's like, if they come true, then eesh, I guess some of the Simpsons shit has come true. But uh, as far as that goes, I think those are lucky guesses because they're so far out 20 years ago. And, and anyway, so that was debunked this week. Now, <clears throat> my favorite, I, I, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's very high up on the list, probably is my favorite. Conspiracy theories always come from QAnon, uh, and that's just how it is. I, I don't watch QAnon like I used to, but I still get information from people about QAnon because they know I like this stuff. And QAnon had a drop, and, and I don't really understand this. So if there's anybody out there that, can help guide me here because there's it says QAnon says watch Huma H-U-M-A and Huma is 
Abaddon, and it also references, it's Huma Abaddon, I should say, Huma Abaddon, but it also references the Harvard University Muslim alumni. So, Harvard with the endowment, now you got Harvard with this uh, Muslim alumni thing. I mean, I don't know how woke Harvard, Harvard is, but it, it sounds like they're pretty woke, I guess. But QAnon says to watch that. Now, I don't know why. Is there going to be a bombing? Is there some kind of terrorist group forming out of Harvard? Hell, I don't know. That's one of them QAnon drops that you really have to dig deep into. Now, I think it's probably geared more towards Huma Abaddon, but I don't know. I'm just saying that's a Q drop that if you hear something about a Huma, H-U-M-A, come up soon, then you know, that gives merit and some kind of uh, uh, what a credibility, I guess, to QAnon again. QAnon's had all kinds of stuff that I've talked about before that's way back in, you know, three, four years ago, and it pops up. I mean, it's not like The Simpsons 20 years ago, but they can't randomly think of this shit and then have something come out of it. I mean, there's no way you can get that lucky this many times. QAnon got big intel somewhere. I don't know who QAnon is. I don't know if it's a group. I don't know if it's General Flynn. I don't know if it's fucking Steve Banyan. Don't know, but I lean towards Secretary Flynn, or General Flynn, sorry, not Secretary, General Flynn, but I don't know who QAnon is. It could be some 15-year-old kid in his basement, I, you know, but it, the, the amount of times that they're pretty spot on is, you can't take that away from them, put it that way. You can't just debunk everything they say because you don't like QAnon or you don't like conspiracy theories. I mean, but that, it's one of those things that you just can't dismiss them. But at the same time, you have to go digging for it. And I couldn't find anything for Huma Abaddon or the Harvard University Muslim alumni that would make me say, holy shit, there it is. Now, this is just crazy stuff I'm reading here, blah, 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 blah. You know, I just didn't see that. But, could be. Very well could be. You know, we live in a world of distractions, so a lot of stuff could be going on behind the scenes. Because right now we're worried about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's fucking trial. The David you know, Gabby thing all over again, and I talked about that, and Ghislaine Maxwell's sentencing's coming up, which I hope's out in the news, because I do want to hear that, about that, even, I don't care if it's a distraction or not, I still want to hear a little bit about that, but it's just the, 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 the distractions, you know, started with Chris Rock getting smacked by Will Smith, now, now this week, Dave Chappelle got attacked, uh, during his comedy act on stage, and his security team fucked this dude up, though, it was like, wow, they deserved it. You know, if you jump on the stage, expect. I mean, because people have died on stage. They have, you know, even in the state of Ohio, you know, Dimebag Daryl. A lot of people love Pantera. Damage plan. They walked up on the stage at a dive bar in Columbus and shot this guy. He shot him. So if somebody jumps on the stage, if I was a, an actor or, or a comedian or singer, or anything, in a, in a band, or a guitar player, whatever, in a band like that, and somebody jumps on the stage, I'm, I'm going in defense mode, and if I have an entourage with me, I would direct them very politely to beat the living fuck out of whoever did that, and that's what happened, and that's just exactly what happened, and you know, the, the distraction of now Brittany Griner, you know, I've talked about her a couple times, you know, the girl, uh, basketball player, uh, woman, basketball player, I guess. And, and over in Russia, detained in jail for, for weed. Had a bunch of weed with her. This is the, the woke culture we live in now. So the WNBA, which, you know, they probably only got 2,000 people at a game. I don't know. But they're going to put decals on the on the 
Florida the basketball courts for Brittany, free Brittany or her number or initials, whatever. It's like she fucking did a crime. She's got to pay some time. That's just how it is. You're in a foreign country. Look at the, you know, the kid from Kettering or whatever it was years ago that fucked up and got caught doing graffiti in Singapore and got fucking caned, which yeah, everybody was up in arms because he got caned. It's like you're in their country. You play by their fucking rules. So if weed possession in Russia is a little harsher than it is here, which we're probably pretty lenient on it here compared to Russia, she might have to do some time. They're not, they let Trevor Reed walk, but I don't even know what he was in there for, but he was in there for three fucking years. I, I don't see her being in there that long, but I'm not going along with the pity party for a girl that fucked up. I mean, she fucked up in, a, in their country, their rules. Don't take weed to Russia. Should be a big uh, learning curve for her and a lot of other people. And I, I just think that's a, a a very big distraction too. And uh, this week, another distraction. I get. I mean, it was maybe trying to. It's one of those things I think was trying to be hidden from the dis, distractions above it. You know, like the Depp trial and all this shit. Was Pfizer came out, uh, and I know I'm jumping around, but I'm just reading things that go kind of go in common. Pfizer came out with an 80,000-page dump on uh, their vaccine efficacy. Efficacy? Efficacy. I can't. I can't see that word very. I can't say that word very well. Efficacy. Twelve percent. <laughs> Basically, how how good the fucking vaccine works. I call it efficiency. They call it efficacy. Whatever. 12% were, you know, basically, and they knew it. So, it's 12% going to work. And so, that's not very good. <laughs> not very good at all. And they knew it caused harm to unborn babies. Hello? Didn't we talk about depopulizing the, the country and the world? depopulation was a big thing. I even went as far as to say the shit might make you sterile. I didn't know. I I don't care that uh, if I was sterile, I'd be okay now. I'm not having any more kids, but some of these young kids, that's going to you know, almost skip a fucking generation. They want these kids, real little kids to get this shit. So now they know it causes unborn baby harm. I'm saying it probably causes sterility. And it's 12% effective, basically. So, they might have been distracted for that. You know, it's just insane. Now, another part I would say goes into, and this is a big one, a big distraction we got right now, is the Supreme Court leaked draft of overturning Roe versus Wade. And so, here we go. Everybody in their liberal sister, my body, my choice. Pro-choicers are out in full force. My body, my choice. But when it would come to the vaccine, it, you didn't feel that way. When it came to wearing a mask, you don't feel that way. Everybody should pitch in to do their part. But now it's your body, your choice. And I've already talked about how I think the guy gets fucked in the whole deal. Because we were talking about infant side last week when I was talking about that. That the guy wants the baby. He has no fucking options whatsoever. Even though it's partially his because the woman's the carrier and it's just a lump of fucking cells. And it can't feel pain and all this stuff. It's not a living being until it's born. It's not Life doesn't begin at conception. Well, I'm a pro, pro-life guy so I'm going to have to politely fucking disagree with that. But, you know... It just goes to show that how does a Supreme Court document get leaked? I mean, how how does it get leaked? Now, I I heard somebody blowing off on TV today about back in 72 or 73, whenever this Roe versus Wade actually, I think it was leaked. They said it was leaked back then, too, in 72, that it was going to happen. And that caused an uproar. Now, I don't know what was going to Maybe Nixon? Maybe they were trying to... The fucking distract from Nixon doing all his wild shit in Watergate. Who knows? But 
And this is another big distraction for me. It always seems something comes up. When we're trying to slide something in or, or get something into the radar or, or just have people genuinely not think or or pay attention to what's going on around them, then these distractions always work like a charm. I mean, like I said, the left or this this I don't know if it's a lefty here or not, though, because you know, it was leaked and it's against the left. But is that this going to get the uh, something to get the left fired up again? You know, kind of like George Floyd did, and you know, all this it seems to happen around the fucking elections. And now we got this big Roe versus Wade, and they're already protesting. And it was only the first draft of this thing. Now, what I believe in my mind is going to happen is they're going to give all the power of abortion control back to the states. It's going to go away from the federal mandate or federal law, and it's going to go back to the states. So if you live in a blue state, you're going to be happy if you're a pro-choicer. And if you live in a red state, you're not going to be happy because the state's probably going to go with the no abortion laws. Like Ohio, I would hope we do. We are mostly Republican as far as, you know, we usually Republican here lately. And you got Florida and, you know, and Texas. And I just think all those... You know the the Bible Belt for sure, and then you got the left coast over there in Washington State, Oregon, California. All that's gonna go, definitely gonna go, and the abortions galore. Uh, so I think it's just gonna be back to the states. I think it's being made a bigger deal right now than it would normally be because it's a distraction. Just kind of like when Obama and all them. You know, the gay marriage thing came out of nowhere. And it was a big distraction. All the right-wingers got all pissed off at first. And and most of us, like, I, I wasn't pissed off about it per se. I was just didn't hurt. I never heard of it. And all of a sudden, people can get married. I'm like, okay. But it was like out of left field. It was like slid under the radar to cause mass hysteria and people freaking out about it. So I just think the distractions are, once again, prevalent. And another, uh, this isn't a distraction, per se, before I get to the big whopper of the day. I don't believe, you know, like the Federal Reserve's been barricaded. I don't, I don't understand it. And people say that's the White Hats. The White Hats are in control of the Federal Reserve now. And, and it's like, okay. Maybe it's just they're afraid of something else, but it would make sense that the Federal Reserve would be protected, but why the barricades? I, I mean, I, I think some of these barricades and fences are to smoke and mirror our ass. You know, they're, they're, they're going to say, fuck, look over here like squirrel. You know, everybody's got ADHD in this country, they think. Because, you know, we, they barricade stuff, oh, something big must be going on. And they're worried and they're focused about that while they're doing other shit behind our back, like giving Ukraine ungodly amounts of money for a war they cannot win and will not win. And it's not even technically a war yet. That's supposed to be May the 9th when Putin comes out with his speech. He's going to make this speech. And some people think it's going to be the announcement for World War Three because he's pissed at America now. And he's going to vouch to get China on his side and North Korea and all this stuff. And it's going to be a big World War Three if the United States doesn't quit giving money to Ukraine and back into Ukraine and all the other NATO countries and Poland and all this stuff around the borders of Russia. That's supposed to be May the 9th. But here's my question, uh, and it was a brought up, and I didn't think about this. But you know, Elon Musk, and we're talking about like Elon Musk again, but he had sent that Starlink or whatever that was. To, I think it's called Starlink. It's a satellite over Ukraine where all cell services would be good to go. I mean, they couldn't, Russia would not be able to cut Ukraine's internet connections. So they 
wouldn't be cut off from the outside world, wouldn't be cut off from their allies. And he did that. And so we got 20, you got like 20 million cell phones in the country of Ukraine. Okay. So 20% cell phone or 20 million cell phones with 100% coverage for the country. And I, I guess I'm, you know, social, so adapted social media here is that everything gets recorded, you know, all the way from uh, fights at uh, In-N-Out Burger on <laughs> on YouTube to TikToks of Karens and Walmart, you know, to the whole George Floyd thing, to other police arrest, uh, body, like body cam footage and stuff. But with all these cell phones that have all this coverage, why is there no raw videos of what's going on over there? Like, why isn't there just random people filming their neighborhoods? And, you know, you would think it would flood the United States if they had all these raw cell phone footage things going on. You, you would think it would flood the United States to get sympathy for Ukraine. And you can't tell me that there's nobody filming anything on their phones. I mean, is that just an American thing? I mean, I, I don't see that. So that was like an interesting query this guy asked. I don't have a fucking answer. I really don't. What would be... I mean, you would think that would be all over. You would think people would be filming everything. They want to get sympathy. They want help from the West. But all, you know, we're conditioned now almost, I mean, most of the right-wingers anyway, we don't listen to MSNBC. You know, we don't listen to CNN. Now I don't even listen to Fox fucking news anymore. So it's like, I don't really trust any media, but if you got a raw footage video on your cell phone, I, I'm probably going to pay more attention to that. But here you don't see them. You know, and speaking of MSNBC, that's why I'm here. Because it's funny as shit. Rachel Mad Cow Maddow <laughs> got eh, she got nixed. Her her ratings are in the fucking shitter. And from what I understand, old sucky Peppermint Patty's gonna go to MSNBC now that she's leaving the White House, and her term is over as uh, press secretary or whatever. So MSNBC's in the tank already, and it's gonna go farther in the tank if they got. Saki on there because she is as hip she's a hip hypocrisy queen what you call her she's so hypocritical and caught on so many things being hip, hypocritical it's just she's she's not very good at her uh hypocrisy she's very uh stumble and bumbling like her boss um but i thought it was funny mad cow lost her her lost her gig and it couldn't happen to a nicer piece of shit, really. Come on, it's like, oh my, you know, <laughs> it was uh, craziness to me that um, I never thought she would leave. I thought, uh, you know, liberals would keep her in business forever. But, you know, it's funny because Disney's struggling now with their woke ass. CNN had the news uh, pay platform out, CNN Plus. I think it lasted a month. It's tanked. People are tired of it, man. They're tired of being lied to and catfished and fucked around. Just tell us the fucking news. Tell us what's going on. Don't put your own bullshit in it. Just say straight out, this is what's happening. Give me proof. They show all these pictures of uh, Ukraine being bombed, but every time I see a reporter over there that's actually reporting on a rooftop, those fucking buildings look immaculate. They look immaculate, so it's like I don't know. And I'm not saying there's not bombings there. I know there is, but it's just funny to me. All them cell phones, you know. It's just and with the cell phones, nobody records anything with. You had the number three in line in the United States government. She's a drunk old hag, but she's still third in line. For the United States government. She's Speaker of the House. Good old, you know, Pelosi's over, takes a trip to the Ukraine. So she's walking around the streets in Ukraine with this 
gaudy looking blue pantsuit on. Walking around with Zelensky, who she's like the same height as, you know, it's just, he's not a, an intimidating man at all. And I, you know, I, I liked him when I first, when I didn't know all the backstory of the shit Ukraine's in. But now I don't, you know, I know he's a fucking joke. He's a paid actor. He can't get out. He can't get out of Kiev now. He cannot, he can't go to one of his mansions in Italy or in Miami, which he has those. He's made a buttload of money as the president of Ukraine. He was an actor before that. He was a high, I guess, a high-paid actor in Ukraine. And he's been getting all these lovely kickbacks, especially from the United States. Our hard-earned taxpayer money going to this fucking dick. But she's over there walking around in, in so-called a combat zone. Right? Walking around the streets, no... Uh, you know, made, they made a big spectacle about it. Like she's, oh yeah, here I am. You know, I'm Nancy Pelosi, bro. over there doing her press conferences with him and Slava Ukraine and all that shit she's spouting. But it's like, if we're in, if you're in the middle of a fucking war zone, do we really want the number three of our country over there hanging out in the streets of a, a combat zone? I just thought that to be quite, quite the fucked up ordeal. Even though I don't like. Nancy Pelosi, I just thought it was, you know, third in command, that's that's kind of fucked up, that you're over there, him hawing around with fucking Ukrainians, but okay, you know, it is not uh, what I would think we're doing, but okay, and the other Number two, she had the exhilarating, you know, Kamala. She had the all-inspiring, exhilarating speech about uh, the uh, the whole Roe versus Wade thing. How dare you? She said, "How dare you tell a woman what to do with her body?" You know what? It's like this. It's all back to the same thing. You you use it like birth control. You're a piece of fucking garbage. If you're in danger of dying, okay, I get it. But if you want, just don't want to be a mom, if you want to carry it for a while, then say, ah, no, this ain't for me. I, you know, I'm getting a stretch mark here, and I just don't want to do it. And you go and do that shit, and fuck you, you're garbage. You know, and I know the pro the pro-choicers can squawk all they want. They can try to manipulate any kind of data that says they're a lump of, clump of fucking cells till you're this age, and a fetus is not a human, and... I mean, how does it how does it grow if it's not a fucking living thing? It's just it, it, I can't believe they're they're baseless fucking arguments for this all the time. But she made this dumbass speech and just blew her. You know how she blows off like she's something. Talks to you like that, like she's something. That's <laughs> why the babies will die as she's laughing as she talks fucking joke this bitch is and you talk about being a joke and a fucking joke we're we're being mocked by the left now and they're not even trying to fucking hide this shit anymore they're not even trying to trevor noah is a late night guy i guess I, i mean i've seen a couple clips of his when he was talking about this shit wouldn't happen under trump which he you know he's a liberal guy but he was at least smart enough to know that None of this shit would have been happening under Trump because they wouldn't not, you know, the, the Arabs over there would not not answer Donald Trump's phone calls. That was his joke, you know. They'd pick that fucker up first ring, and if they didn't, he'd be... Because they didn't know what Trump was going to do. He was unpredictable as fuck. They know Biden's not going to do anything but talk and give money away. That's all this fucking idiot does. Well, they had the uh, correspondence dinner, the White House correspondence dinner. Trevor Noah was there. And and I know it's supposed to be a tongue-in-cheek thing. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to laugh. But the joke he made was, you know, everything's everything's up. With, you know, what's up in the Biden administration? Everything's up. Gas prices, food prices, uh, cost of war and everything. And it's like, it was, I knew it was just a joke. But here he got pissed pan. I thought he was going to fucking actually fall out laughing. He's laughing so hard. How can you, I mean... <laughs> 
I don't want to be like the left and say, oh, that's, you know, so fucking disgusting. He's laughing. But it's like, dude, really? Why are we even having shit like this White House Correspondents' Dinner right now? Shouldn't be worried about dumb shit and telling jokes. But he, they were all yucking it up. It's, it's like at our expense. Here we are, the fucking idiots. <laughs> Paying for a fucking war and, and getting ate up on everything else. And, you know, the, the lies that have came out of the Ukraine already with these pictures they said were doctored or from different eras, different years, to now having to admit that the ghost of Kiev never existed. He never shot any fucking planes down. It was all that video game. They just wanted the Ukrainian people to have some hope that their government was there fighting for them and they were having going to have a shot. So full of shit. Ukraine's just uh, it's getting to the point where it's downright disgusting. I don't I don't know. But anyway, you know, and it, it, the distractions are all getting ridiculous and very very hard to take anymore but before i get too far off into a tangent the 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 bigger uh picture i want to talk about tonight is this who summit you know the world health organization and the world economic forum tag teaming you know up with uh to do this uh, summit on the 22nd of May is when it starts. 22nd to the 28th, I think it is. Where they're going to vote. I, you know, I don't understand how they can do this, but they, they're going to vote with 194 countries. And the, the vote on whether or not to take our sovereignty away, sovereignty as a country. And any action by the World Health Organization or the World Economic Forum will fucking supersede the U.S. Constitution, apparently. I didn't know that, that the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum can just tell our Constitution to go fuck off. That's not acceptable. That's not... any. So that could be the... That would be the big dagger. That would be the... That would be the beginning of the New World Order, if that happens. And the WHO and the World Economic Forum are the two scariest things I got, besides the CDC. Because, you know, the CDC is now coming out, and, and this Renfield, the guy that used to be the CDC director, is they're trying to say now that the uh, COVID numbers are actually probably, the death toll is actually probably three times higher than it's been reported. So I'm calling bullshit on that, too. Because there ain't no way... It might be a third of what's been reported, but there's no way it's three times what's been reported as death tolls. They're, this, they're trying this shit again, and everybody's just going to keep falling in line. It's, it's all repeating itself. It's fucking East Germany. This WHO summit to me is East Germany shit. It is, they're going to tell us what to do, and the government, our government's a wuss. They're going to fucking go along with it because... Klaus Schwab and these fucking degenerates at the World Economic Forum and whoever this crazy Indian guy is that runs the WHO are going are just going to decide we don't have sovereignty and they can do shit that we can't block with our constitution of the United States. It's like, what kind of fresh hell is this? There's no way that thing can even happen then. We'd have to do something between now and then to not even allow that shit to come to a vote. Because you want to see a civil war, that's going to fucking do it. That will absolutely cause a civil war in this country. If we're told that we have to bow down to the New World Order, you're going to see this epic shit show. Because that means, you know, when they take your sovereignty, that means no jab, no job. No jab, no food. You would have to take... A fucking chip probably in your arm. But that's what, you know, actually Elon Musk again is working on the Neutralink deal. Where that would put in your arm your social security number, your date of birth, your medical records, all that good shit. Kind of Justin Timberlake, that movie was a just in time. That's what it reminds me of. Except I don't see us having a clock on our arms, but everything else is in your fucking arm there. 
That's a little revelation-ish. You know, that's a little mark of the beast-ish to me. Don't want to do that. I really, you know, I'm not the most religious man on the planet. I have my beliefs. I believe in God. I believe in the higher power. I believe Jesus, you know, roamed the earth. I do believe all that stuff. Now, some of the other stuff, yeah, I, I kind of mock it a little bit, living in the whale and all that. I think there's stories of hope and faith, you know, but still, I believe the basic premise of the Bible. I believe in there's a higher power. And I, I actually, I have felt a spirit in me that was undescribable. Way back when, when I was saved and baptized, I felt that shit. I know it exists in, in some power of capacity, right? Now, everybody's got their different ideas of what you should live like as a Christian believer, believer or what you sh will happen to you when you die. Everybody's got their, their different things about that. But in the end of the day... I don't want to go against the fucking book of revelations in any way, shape or form. I'm not, I don't want to get a beast. I don't want to get no Mark. And that's what I consider a chip. Now, is it going to come out and tell you it's the Mark of the beast? No, probably not. But the Christians are going to believe it. The Christians are going to fight this. And they're going to be a, a it could it be a civil war? Could it be a holy war, but we're going to have some kind of fucking conflict if that shit goes down. And I don't even understand how it can happen. I, and I guess I'll have to really research that in the next couple of weeks and see what we come up with. But this summit is like a big deal, apparently, that, you know, if, if, if they're saying a regulatory action can fucking supersede our Constitution, how the fuck can we even go along with this? Even in our higher government, how the fuck are they even going to say, well, yeah, we're just going to go with what the WHO tells us or we're going to go with what the World Economic Forum tells us? That's because they're all bought and paid for now. They're all bought and paid for. You got the control of the House, control of the Senate, a fucking moron leader that's just going to do whatever. You know, it's like how all these other distractions, where, where's the talk of the good old Biden's laptop that was a hot topic on the Senate floor not too long ago? Gone, disappeared. It's kind of like, you know, this movie 2000 Mules did come out, and it's out tonight in big... Uh, or tomorrow night comes out in the big, bigger, broader theaters or on internet or something. But everybody's talking about this. There's, you know, 400,000 fraudulent votes that he proves in this movie. Fraudulent votes. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's just what they caught. But, you know, nothing's going to nothing's gonna come of it. They're gonna, all the lefties are already saying that's not really proof. That's just somebody's opinion of what's going on. You can't, you can't, you can't beat stupid out of some people and you cannot get them to understand that the government gives no fucks about us. They want our money and they want our vote. That's all they want. They don't care if we live or die. It, it's kind of like your job. If you know, you go to work every day and you work really hard. If you would die on the assembly line or the you're driving the forklift or whatever you're doing, they'll have a job posting on Indeed the next day and you'll die a number. And and that's just unfortunate, but it's the way of the world. But these the politicians really don't give a fuck. They've made theirs. They've been getting paid for years and decades and all to do much of nothing. And just, you know, when, when their party's not in control, they just kind of eh, sit around and fucking him haw and bitch. When they are in control, they do stupid shit like send $44 billion fucking dollars to the Ukraine. When we could use all that money here, it is very agitating and pisses you off. It really pisses you off when you think about it. Or it should. It doesn't the lefties. They just go with... You know, they, they look at like they're with a mask on staring at the TV. We obey our master, the mainstream media. We obey our master who pisses and shits in his own pants, especially in front of the fucking Pope. And a turtleneck fucking camel-toed hoe that laughs with everything she says and talks to you like she's reading a fucking book report. And then you got a drunk bitch whose dentures won't stay in her mouth 
traveling over to the Ukraine to hang out with a little dwarf named Zelensky to spend our $44 billion. She probably had some fucking blow, some wild turkey, and another couple billion with her. This is the people you look up to and admire and fucking follow like fucking sheep. Be a lion for once, man. Be a lion. Be a, and I'm not even saying be conservative. I'm saying be a free thinker for once. Fuck. Don't let them tell you how to fucking think, too. I mean, now we got a disinformation panel, the Ministry of Truth, basically. We got some fucking committees going to tell us they can take our sovereignty and, and, and we're just sitting on our fucking hands over here. Letting our government just trusting in our government to do the right thing you're talking about a guy who has gaffes every week leading the free fucking world his last gaff he had piss pants is just on a roll this motherfucker was trying to say a year and he was saying you know oh well, i remember back in and this is his almost his uh, almost a fucking quote from piss pants here I remember back in 19, 5, 6, 7, and 8. What? And he said something about parenthetical. Parenth what he, I don't know how he said it. Per, per, his parent. Parenthetical key or something. I don't know. He probably says that word better than I do. But he, he was talking about something like to do with parents. But he said back in 19, 5, 6, 7, and 8. Look, look it up. That's what this motherfucker said. He did, he couldn't even say the year. He was trying to say 19... I don't know if he was trying to say 1956, 1978, 1905. What the fuck was he trying to say? But he said 19, 5, 6, 7, and 8. Parenthetically... Parenthetically... Parenthetically or something like that. 19, I remember parenthetically 19, 5, 6, 7, 8. Leader of the free world, ladies and gentlemen, shits in front of the Pope and can't fucking form a sentence. Can't even say a fucking year. Can't even get that out of his stupid fucking degenerate mouth. The worst speaking fucking trio of people I've ever seen is piss pants, camel toe, and the drunk dentured bitch. Those top three in our government are the worst public speakers I've ever fucking seen, and they make zero sense when they speak. And this is the shit that the lefties sit and fucking gobble up with a fucking spoon? The shit they're again telling? They're telling them? Are you fucking kidding? Why would you listen to any of them fucking idiots? The gaffes continue. That was the latest fucking gaff. Oh my God. I mean... <laughs> Then he had the World Economic Forum. Well, I was on this, this whole sovereignty thing. The World Economic Forum come out with this speech. Old Klaus Schwab himself up there, that decrepit old fucking idiot. Oh, I hate him. I hate him. I hate hearing him talk. He almost ruins the German language for me. But he was, they're talking about accelerating the 2030 agenda. So what is the 2030 agenda? That's got to be the new world order. This is just the way it's set up. So they're going to accelerate that. And guess how they're going to accelerate that? Food shortages. Fucking shit like that. War, we're giving all our money away. Gas prices are so fucking high, we can't do much. Yeah, inflation's out fucking rageous. The stock market's going to crash sooner or later here. The housing market has to fucking crash. So... All this shit's going to come, and then they're going to be flat broke, and they're going to have all the control. Jasara and Nasara, whatever it is, they're going to fucking do it. It's, it's just, it's it's coming. It's going to civil war, or we're just going to roll over. That's just the way it's going to be. Now, the last thing, because I only got five minutes, and I'm not going to do a part two. I got some other stuff, but fuck it, I'm fucking pissed now. Oh, God damn, our leadership sucks. But the moon landing, you know, I, I've always considered, this is just my little fun tidbit to end the, so I can call them back down here. Moon landing, I've always considered it the second biggest hoax. 
after climate change. And it was that. It's climate change, it's the moon landing, and then it's the fucking woo flu. But people always get on me about how can you think we've not been to the moon? And how, how do you think the outer space doesn't exist? And all this stuff. The moon landing was on 720, right? July 20th, 1969, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin and all them walked on the moon. Well, the next morning, the Boston Globe headlines of the paper had the pictures of them on the moon. So what I want to say, there's two things. Number one, who was taking the pictures of them? And number two, how did they get the pictures down to the Boston Globe by the next morning? Now, 1969, did we have any of that technology? I mean, are, are we being that left in the dark where we had all this technology? It's kind of like when I say we don't have a camera clear enough to pick up a fucking murderer walking in a Dollar General that we're looking for. We can't. It's too grainy. But we can crystal clear pictures of the fucking Mars terrain. Crystal fucking clear pictures of the moon. And we had pictures that we could send to the Boston Globe in 1969. From up there to down here in one fucking day. And who took the pictures? I mean, I know the other astronauts could have took the pictures, but how'd they get them down to the Boston Globe the next day? That's just... If there's an easy explanation for that, please let me know. I, I have no problems. If, did they fucking fax it? I don't know what the fuck. You know, I had a phone that was a rotary. I had to stick my little finger in all the numbers when I was a kid. And that was in the 80s. So... How the fuck did the pictures get here in one day? That's just my that's just my weird conspiracy theory mind of hoax debunking. I just like to debunk shit if I can. I think it's the biggest hoax. NASA, all that shit. It's a money money laundering scheme, kinda like the Ukraine conflict we got now. We're giving money away for nothing. It's like dire straits in our fucking ass, you know. Money for nothing. Chicks for free. Fuck! All I can do is laugh. If you quit laughing, if you stop laughing, you're in big trouble. You really got to keep that sense of humor to an extent. Because if you get mad and you never laugh, you're you're breaking up inside. You're fucking losing your shit. So the best way I can say it is inject a little humor. Even if it's something serious like a moon landing fucking hoax of a whole organization... I just want to know where the pictures came from. How'd they get the pictures? I don't know. So anyway, uh, by the time we speak again, Vladimir Putin will have made a speech, so we'll see if we're in World War III next time uh, I come to you. And I hope we got a couple weeks before the big uh, fucking sovereignty vote, which really sticks in my crawl and pisses me off. I'm sorry. But, for now, I appreciate everybody hanging out with me tonight, if you did, or when you hear this, I should say. It's the zero hour 2021 at gmail.com for the hate mail and the kudo mail and the how the fuck you doing mail, whatever you want. Uh, the zero hours vlogs, blogs, and podcast on Facebook. And of course, every major streaming, wherever you're hearing this, there's uh, whatever you're happy listening to is where you can listen to the Zero Hours podcast every single time. I know I'm an asshole. I'm a city billy and I probably piss people off and I got a lot of fucking crazy conspiracies, but hey, it keeps me sane. That's my main focus. I hope to maybe enlighten a few people that don't understand and don't want to know what's going around us all the time so hey i'm here for i'm here for you man i am here for you yeah anyway always trust and believe in your own convictions and please please for the love of god stay safe out there we'll see you next time on another episode of the zero hours <laughs>